Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. Oh my gosh, guys. Okay, so Christmas has come early this year for me because I found out right before we recorded this episode that last night, Michelle watched for the first time ever Tremors. That's possibly one of my all-time favorite film series of all. Well, it is definitely one of my all-time favorite film series ever. I mailed you a Blu-ray of the first one. Mm-hmm. I kindly, out of the goodness of my heart, shared Tremors with you. I opened up my soul and let you look at it. So... <laughs> No pressure. What did you What did you think of Tremors? You'd never seen. For those who don't know, Tremors is a 1990 uh, a monster movie starring Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward and Michael Gross uh, has a very fervent fan base of which I am a member of. Uh, I almost wanted to just keep interrupting you after I ask you what you thought. So, what did you think? <laughs> For those who don't know, you just keep like talking. you could do that. That'd be okay. <laughs> but really, how much did you love it? Um, I kind of <laughs> wish I had told you after we re- recorded this one instead of before. I was just afraid I was going to forget because I almost messaged you last night and I was like, I'll just tell him in the morning and then I just forgot. Um, uh. <laughs> so that's my thoughts on. Oh, is that you watched it? Yes. Um, no, you uh, son of a bitch. No, I really liked it a lot. Okay, um, good. I, I thought the characters were really interesting. I thought it was paced very well. Um, and I thought it was, I just thought it was a really good movie. So, yeah, that's the thing. Like, and that's the, that's like the hard part to like describe to you when I was telling you how excited I was for you to see it is the characters. Like every character is relatively memorable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I felt really bad. Like people died and I was like, oh man, I like that guy. Don't, don't kill him. Like the doctor and his wife were building their house in the desert. Mm -hmm. Remember she gets pulled down. Died. And they were pretty nice people, and they yeah. had like inter- they had hopes and dreams. Remember that part where they're looking up? He says like, "We'll be able to sleep under that sky every night." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, especially if the roof doesn't come soon. <laughs> All that they just, I love, I love them. And that scene where she, where her uh, car gets pulled underground, mm-hmm. gave me nightmares as a kid. It's, it's really upsetting, you know. It's really scary, and you think you're safe in your car, you know, but no you're tough. not. And another cool thing about that movie that I think you would you would definitely appreciate is uh, uh, so it was just before computer generated images mm-hmm. could really be used heavily in movies. So there's no CG in the movie. So like when that car gets pulled under the dirt and you see the headlights going and then they get blocked out by dirt, mm-hmm. that was a miniature. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, it was about. I think they said the car was like um, was maybe like a foot wide, okay. or maybe a little smaller than that. Um, and yeah, so that's how they did that effect. That's really cool. Um, and, uh, the, the graboid trying to get, uh, Burt Gummer and his wife in the basement, mm-hmm. that was a hand puppet. Oh, cool. So if you watch it again, you can kind of almost tell a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
um, because of the way it moves, but it was a hand puppet. And the way you, you make miniatures look real is things like if it's supposed to be in the sand, you have it, uh, you have it like moving around in like baby powder, you know, fine uh, sand because then it looks like bigger sand yeah, yeah. because it's bigger and you slow it down. There's actually a mathematical equation for how much you slow the footage if you want to give it mass. Okay. Cool. It helps it look that way. But there's a shot where literally they drop a gun on the ground and it pans from the gun to the graboid and they matched a real gun with a miniature gun and matched that shot perfectly so that it pans wow. between them. If you're looking for it, you can almost see it happen. Mm-hmm. But if you're if you don't know, you'd never guess in a million years. Yeah. Yeah. Um there's all kinds of cool tremors stuff like that. Um, the way they, they had like air cannons in the dirt to make things like running across and stuff like that. Uh, uh, <laughs> I love Trevor so much. Um, but, uh, my favorite character possibly in all of cinema is Burt Gummer, the gun nut guy. Okay. All right. That's yeah. Cause I, I knew you liked someone a lot, but then I was like, I don't know which one it was. <laughs> You knew which one it was. I thought maybe. You just didn't remember his name yeah. off the top of your head, maybe. But you knew which one it was. Broke in the wrong goddamn rec room, didn't you, you bastard? <laughs> oh, and the best was, so that movie used to be on USA Network all the time when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> there's like that part where, where Kevin Bacon's on the radio. And he's like, and uh, he hears, we got him. We got the mother Hubbard. And he's like, good job, Bert. But don't celebrate too much because there are still two more. I repeat, two more mother Humpers. they bleeped all the swearing yeah uh and in the on tv it was broke into the wrong golden rec room didn't you you sucker (laughs) those are some of my favorite movie like dubs for Mm -hmm. television you sucker uh and i love uh but everybody's great i mean kevin bacon's great in it fred ward who plays his his best friend Mm -hmm. you know they're val and earl yeah i love the way they depict being two guys who you know who rely on each other because there aren't in my opinion there aren't enough movies about that kind of male bonding bonded relationship Mm -hmm. uh because they are i mean they're not like as common as like getting married but that is a common thing for guys to kind of partner with each other when they need help especially when they get older Mm-hmm. You know, to just kind of become almost almost a couple, but not really. But, you know, yeah. very similar in, in that way. So uh, I love, you know, seeing them doing their their work together. It's just so quotable, you know, <laughs> and how they do uh, rock, paper, scissors to decide, like, when they have a disagreement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, rock, rock. <laughs> oh, I'm, I was about to quote part two. Oh, I don't want to quote that because I'm going to have to mail you part two, oh, like, no. today. Oh, no. I told you I have two four packs. I know yeah, for tremors, so I'm going to send you my four pack. Okay, and you can have two, three, and four, which I believe now. My rule is: if you love part one, you'll I think you'll really like part two. Okay, and if you love part two, I think part three is very satisfying as a fan. Okay, and if you're still in love by part three, then you should just watch all seven of them. Okay, I mean, because uh, because at that point you'll be so in love with the characters. That it doesn't matter how cheesy the movie is. Because some of the later ones are cheesy, but they're still satisfying and still true to the characters. Okay. And that's like my favorite thing. Part four takes place in the Old West. Oh, uh, okay. I used to hate that one when I was a kid, and now I really like it. Um, It actually features Burt Gummer's ancestor, Hiram Gummer, who was the first Gummer to come to Nevada. Okay. 
So it's a really cool thing. And he's like a dandy. Like he doesn't like guns or arguments or violence. He's far too, he's from New York. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, it's really, and he brings a bicycle with the giant front tire with him <laughs> to the desert. <laughs> I love Trevor so much. You don't understand. Um, so in my opinion, Tremors 2, which you'll be able to watch soon, uh, is more quotable. Okay. Than Tremors one. Uh, I think it has a lot snappier script, but it is a smaller movie. They had less money and, and stuff like that, but it's really fun. And the big thing that Tremors movies do is they keep you guessing because mm-hmm. something happens with the monsters in part two. You're not going to be ready for. Okay, cool. I mean, and in part three and in part four and in part five. Cool. And in part six. And sort of in part seven. Anyway, what were you going to say? Sorry. I was going to say, I thought, I thought it was, it was definitely not predictable. Um, I did yeah. not know where it was going. I was like, at, at like, I mean, at, at various points I was like, okay, I have no idea. Like, it, are they just all going to die? Because like, how the hell do they get out of this? If it just like, it can just swallow up cars now. So. Yeah. Well, and they get so smart. They're really mm-hmm. smart hunters. Yeah. You yeah. Know, every they time. They dig a trap and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, every well, time they do anything, they, they figure it out. Yeah. Were you surprised when you saw the full the full worm? Because because they, I always forget. It's been, I don't remember a time before Tremors. <laughs> I'm just being honest. So like, I don't remember the first like being surprised that they weren't just the little snake mm-hmm. tongues. Yeah, because yeah, I was surprised, and yeah, because I mean, they were still pretty big. They weren't like terrifyingly big, but they were big, so they could have been that. That could have worked, you know. Yeah. So. Uh oh, and, and like uh uh Walter Chang, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll give you twelve dollars. <laughs> he has one of the best lines ever. Here's some Swiss cheese and some bullets. <laughs> I was really sad when he died. No, it's really sad. Yeah. If it makes you feel any better, uh, in later in the series you get to know his niece Jody Chang. Okay. Uh, she takes over the family business and she's like really sweet and fun. Good. Uh, also, um, in part four, where it's the old West, you get to meet the Chang family that immigrated there and opened that store. Okay. It's really cool. Cool. Oh, I love Trevor so much. You don't understand, Michelle. I wish I could grab you and shake you. <laughs> you need to learn. Um, <laughs> But no, uh, I'm, I'm notorious for forcing people to watch Tremors 2 when they visit my home. I'm just like, okay, guys, everybody in for the night? Let's watch Tremors 2. And they're like, oh, oh okay. And I'm like, I don't appreciate your hesitation. <laughs> yeah, we're watching Tremors 2. Um, but no, uh, uh, Burt Gummer, you know, and his wife, like, unloading an entire arsenal into one graboid to kill it. Mm-hmm. Um, the realization that throwing uh, pipe bombs, that the noise is so loud, it drives them away for a minute. Mm-hmm. I think that's really smart yeah. writing. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is just nothing but Trimmer spoilers, but it's been <laughs> it's been 30 years since it came out. So, you know, get with the program. But, <laughs> but no, uh, uh it, it uh what was the other thing I, I i love um you know val and earl i love um uh oh what's her name wanda i think the scientist mm-hmm. Rhonda. Rhonda. yeah well it was she was the scientist i always love how they, how they turn they go hey Rhonda, what do you think it's doing now and she's like why do you keep asking mm-hmm. me that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> geology <laughs> seismology actually <laughs> And there's that part where they're all arguing. She goes, hey, guys, shut up. According to these records, there have got to be at least five more of these things in the valley. I, I, there's so much to like about that mm-hmm, movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so much to like. Uh, ah! 
I'm sorry, I get so happy. Um, Tremors really is like one of my happy places in Aww. movies. I th- I think that one of the reasons it works so well is like you kind of want to live in, before the monsters. You kind of want to live in Perfection Valley with these people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, it just it just projects this place. And a lot of movies that have like really high rewatch value and stuff like that, they kind of make you want to exist in their world. Mm-hmm. And when I watch Tremors, I think like, man, I want to be walking down, you know, the dirt road on Main Street, you know, grab a cold soda at Chang's and, you know, stuff like that. Like, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they all have interesting backstories. Like, you know, the doctor who he and his wife are building their retirement house in the middle of the desert because he has his practice in Bixby, which is the nearest town, which is like 45 minutes away minimum. Um, and then there's like uh, 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 the the woman who... Uh, the blonde woman with the little child. I, I feel bad. I'm forgetting some of the character names, but like she, uh, she's an artist and she, she sells mail order pottery and art goods and lives in this little town, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Yeah. Obviously Walter Chang has the market or had the market. And, and uh, you know, and then there was, you know, uh, oh, another character I really loved is uh, um, Miguel, the, the, the Mexican oh, guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a really he's a really great character. Mm-hmm. I, always, I always love that. Uh, 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 there's a there's a it doesn't spoil anything. There's a part in Tremors three where Burt Gummer says to him, uh, the the government comes and says like, well, if if there's more graboid activity in this valley, we may have to relocate you. And Burt just goes, eminent domain, <laughs> and people call me paranoid. And, and Miguel just goes, I used to but not no more. Like, he just always has like that little extra thing to say mm-hmm. or that part where he says like, why don't we send out the lawnmower? Why don't we send him out there? Let them see if they like that noise. Like he's just got like great mm-hmm. little moments. Mm-hmm. And in tremors for his ancestors in that too. Okay, cool. It's kind of, it's fun. It's really fun. Um, oh gosh. What was your reaction when, when they found old Fred's head under his hat? Oh, I actually like jumped. I did not expect <laughs> that at all. It's really scary. Yeah, I thought, um, because I figured that, like, I was like, he's going to eat all of him, right? He's not going to be under there. And then he was, and I was not. Yeah. And the, the scariest part, which is my favorite part about the Graboids, is, um, which, by the way, because they don't really announce it until part two, you find out that they're named Graboids. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's Walter Chang's name. Yeah, they, yeah they, I like the whole that whole scene where they were arguing about, like, the name of what yeah, they were going to call we it. We discovered yeah. that we should name them. Yeah. <laughs> What about snakeoids or suckoids? <laughs> and that part where, oh my god, see, this is, I don't care. If you don't like Tremors, just turn this fucking episode off, man. Um, I love the part where Melvin, he's always such a little butthead, mm-hmm. but then there's a part where they look out and he's just on top of the, the pole and they're just immediately like, oh shit, like, like the graboid's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but the part where they don't, because there are these giant amphibians, basically uh, amphibians are known for slow metabolisms. So when they have food, they just wait, you know, that's why, that's why like uh, uh, the guy at the beginning, uh, uh, Edgar Jeeves, uh, I can't believe I remember his name uh, is on top of that phone tower. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and he, he just stayed up there until he died of thirst Yeah, because the graboids never leave until they don't sense any vibration. Yeah. So when they go on those residual boulders, which the pole vaulting scene, how fun was the pole vaulting scene? It was fun. That was pretty great, right? Yeah. 
Um, but, uh, uh, when they're on the residual boulders, that was the big thing they mentioned is they're like, how do they know we're still here? And it's like, well, this is one giant amplifier Mm -hmm. that, you know, it would shake the dirt. There's so many cool moments in Tremors and I'm so happy you watched it and liked it. I was going to be so hurt if you didn't. Oh, I won't tell you that I, that I didn't. Um, no, I like really, really liked it. I had a really good time watching it. So. Good, good. I hope it it made you, it gave you a good smile. And that's the other thing is people aren't ready for how funny Tremors Mm -hmm. is. It's really funny. Like when he hands Melvin the the gun. Yeah. It didn't have any bullets in it. He's like, got you running, didn't it? (laughs) (laughs) There's, yeah, there's just so much to like in it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, and and, uh, I really like, when I was younger, I didn't get it as much, but I really like when they're stuck on that boulder at the end and Bert and Kevin Bacon just hate each other. You know, they just start fighting like a lot. Mm-hmm. And when I was younger, I was just like, stop fighting. You have to fight monsters. And now as an adult, I'm like, yeah, I'd get pretty sick of hearing them mouth off if I'm about to die on a boulder too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm grouchier as I get older. But there's a great part where um, where Bert says that part, you know, that inspires them to go fishing for the Graboids where he says like, I'm just going to go out there with the fuse lit and let them take me. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and, <laughs> And Kevin Bacon's like, that's a good idea. And he looks at him like, you asshole. Like, you want me to die? He's like, no, no, I don't mean the part where you die. I mean the part where we get them to eat a bomb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, oh, man. Part two, the way they hunt Graboids is going to make you so happy. It's it's perfect. Yay. I want to tell you, but it's such a good review. No, no, don't tell me. See, I should have just had faith and already sent you. The, the tremors attack back before before I even before you'd even watch part one. But what if I like hated it and then I was like, but now I have all these movies and I have to crush them instead of giving them someone else so no one else can see them. Why would you have to crush them? Because I hate it so much that no one else oh. can see them. Wow. Yeah. I mean that's a that's a deep seated hatred. Yeah, you you never know with me. I could just I could just be like that. <laughs> you never know when you're gonna turn. <laughs> gosh well shit you're scary yeah has anyone ever told you how scary you are i don't know probably (laughs) oh so another thing that i love about tremors because i'm going to talk about tremors because this is my life and i can do what i want another thing i absolutely love about tremors is uh the music that kind of like twangy guitar (laughs) and the harmonica and stuff I hear myself like thinking that dun 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 It's just like it works really well. Um, and you know the interesting thing it it bombed at the theater. Oh, it did it did not do well. And then what happened is on home video it exploded. People loved it. Everybody bought a tape of it. Everybody rented it at Blockbuster. Mm. So what ended up happening is uh, the team that made the first one really wanted to make another one. So they uh, they went to Universal Studios and Universal was like, eh, we changed our mind. We don't want to do one because it's just too risky. Um, and the Universal, the head of um, home video at Universal heard about this and called them up and said, like, look, we can't get you as much money. But we can still get you like a, a million or two million dollars to make it because I guarantee we'll make a lot of money on the home video market because I watched how much money Tremors 1 made. Mm-hmm. And that's how every sequel for Tremors has been since is it's been a direct to home video universal home video movie. Oh. And they're all they're all they've all been successful because after four, they took like 10 years off and then they did 
a bunch more. Wow. In fact, oof, this is where it gets hard. If you love Tremors 1 through 4, then I have to make you copies of all the Tremors, the series that was on Sci-Fi Channel. Because if you love those characters, that's where you get the most of them. Okay. It's only like 10, it's like 8 or 10 episodes. It's not like an insane investment. But the Tremors series on Sci-Fi Channel was so good. I'm so mad it got canceled. I'm sorry. It's all right. and, and you can actually tell when you watch Tremors, the series Tremors three was almost like a quasi pilot episode. Okay. Cause it's like, it establishes the town again and it establishes the new people that are in the town mm-hmm. and then the things that are happening there. And then when you watch the series, you're like, Oh yeah, that's a lot of it follows right after Tremors three. Yeah. So, okay. which, which Tremors three, uh, was made on a super low budget because the studio was like, we don't think it's going to make money. So we'll let you make it, but we're going to make it really cheap. And it was like crazy successful. Cool. So, uh, I want to talk more about Tremors thoughts. Help. Come on. Thoughts. You can do this. Uh, <laughs> I have so <laughs> many things to say about Tremors. You don't understand. Um, uh, I just won that ending is so good. You know, where Kevin Bacon's just standing there waiting for the last second mm-hmm. to, yeah. to let the, yeah. Although uh, me and my buddies always joked, like what if it had just like wings had just come out of it and it just flew after it fell, it was falling to the ground. Um, oh, uh, the guts were all, uh, were all ragu sauce. Mm. Okay. Okay. They had kind and, of an orangey ish color. I feel like. Yeah. I think they put a little coloring in it, mm. but, but it was mostly ragu sauce. Mm. And, uh, I remember uh, one of my favorite Tremors tropes that is in part two and three a lot is the like blowing up a monster and then forgetting that all the guts are coming. Oh, because <laughs> they really blow it up and also like <laughs> like all the gunk. <laughs> that is one of my favorite things. <laughs> one of my favorite tropes in Tremors is just all the guts, and most of them were uh, pantyhose filled with ragu sauce. Okay, and they'd throw them at them. Yeah. Um, and and that's a uh, so uh, Michael Gross who played Burt Gummer he talks a lot about how one of the reasons Tremors has been so okay for families even though it's this scary violent monster movie mm-hmm. is that like all the violence is mostly to the monsters yeah like there's not people hurting people it's it's the monsters hurting people and people hurting monsters mm-hmm. um, kids love the Tremors movies man I. I, I I was obsessed as a kid. I remember when I heard Tremors 2 was coming out, I lost my goddamn mind. Aww. And you know what the worst part is? Family video, or not family video, Hollywood video and Blockbuster, they both, everyone around me was sold, didn't have one in stock. Wow. They were all rented the day it came out. Wow. I was so upset. I had to wait almost two weeks to see it. That's terrible. It was so awesome when I did though. <laughs> ah! uh. I'm being way too happy today. Tomorrow is going to have to be dark. Oh, okay. Emotionally. <laughs> Cause I'm all laughing and stuff about, about tremors. So, all right, I'm going to get off this topic before I talk about it for the rest of my life. Uh, but I'm really glad you enjoyed it. Sincerely. That was, I mean, that's why I sent it to you was, I thought it would give it would give you a good evening. Th- you know, thank you. I do appreciate it. So, I know you do. I, that's, it's just, you know, when I, when I send you something and I'm like, you should watch it. It really comes down to like, that. I think you'll really have a fun time. Mm-hmm. And, and and then if you do, we can talk about it. Like, I was so glad that you enjoyed phantasm so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Michelle watched all the five phantasm movies because of me. So, and, uh, and like you liked pretty much all of them, right? I did. Yeah. 
I didn't like the second one, really, actually. I really actually didn't like it at all. Actually, I hated the second one, I think. It had some stuff I liked, but overall, it's my least favorite. It's like, there were so many things I didn't like about it. Like, I didn't obviously like that they had the wrong, they didn't have the correct actor play, whatever his name is. That was weird. Yeah, Michael. Yeah, and I did not like his weird love interest, where they they were, like, psychically connected. I just yeah. I just didn't understand that especially because it like didn't continue through through anything else um so i didn't i didn't like it but uh, well yeah universal studios meddled with part two quite a bit that's why they didn't have michael baldwin and stuff so but i'm glad that you enjoyed it and that makes me think you're probably going to want to watch all the tremors movies It, it basically the way tremors is is it's like part one is like is like a steak it's like a fine dining experience you know it's really great and then two is like you know, like a really good pizza from your favorite place. Mm-hmm. And and three is maybe the leftovers from that really good place. And then after that, it's just every one of them is just some kind of a comfort food meal. It's like French fries and hamburgers and hot dogs. Like they're all fun enough. Okay. Uh, the, the later, cause the later ones have a different team behind them, but they still keep true to a lot of it. Anyway, I don't want to go into it right now because I'm too excited. <laughs> <clears throat> so, my buddy Dave suggested that we talk about something on the show. Okay. You look so scared. You don't even know David well enough to distrust him. Um, I do. But uh, <laughs> but no, uh, he, he wanted, because it's the Christmas season, because it's Christmas time, mm-hmm. uh, he wanted to, to ask us what our, uh, the best gifts we've ever gotten were for Christmas. Oh, God. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I knew this would be hard know. on you. I don't know. Your mom might be listening. No. You might want to be, you might want to remember. I want to. Oh. Eh? Hmm. Or just a memorable gift. Okay. So, you want to go first? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that is, that, if people wanted to get to know you, that's it. That's it. <laughs> always scheming i'm actually struggling a little (laughs) bit with the best christmas gift ever because i'm well because i'm a good person and i focus on the the people and not the the gifts Mm -hmm. because i'm a great person you Um, are a great person oh don't make me cry i was just talking about tremors i'm on such an emotional high (laughs) right now um man i mean i've gotten a lot of cool gifts um I mean, like, it's, it's tricky because, like, the best Christmas gift I got was probably, like, my last phone from my mother. Mm-hmm. She, she, she gave me a phone, and it was, like, an iPhone Super Duper, you know, 11 Pro or whatever. And I loved it. Um, uh, but other – you know what's – you know what? That's where – you know why that's – it's hard because my birthday is closer to Christmas than yours mm-hmm. is. And I get – I get a lot more, like, crazy great birthday presents. Yeah, like, like when all my friends chipped in and got me a tourist trap poster, an original tourist trap poster. That was amazing. But that was my birthday mm-hmm. for Christmas. Uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I've been given paintings of myself and I, I, my buddy Bradley gave me a painting of me as a clown, which to this day disturbs guests and people who just get a FaceTime from me when I'm sitting on my couch. Cause they're like, is that a painting of you as a clown behind you? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, that's, uh, that's one of my favorites. Um, I love, uh, 
you know, I, I'm a sentimental fool. So I love stuff like when people give me, you know, photos of us or, or, um, things like that framed. That's, that's what I remember. This question ended up making me incredibly uncomfortable because I'm actually struggling to remember yeah. all the gifts I've gotten. Yeah. I don't so, like, yeah, it's all right. You'll do better than me. No, no, I don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to do better than me. Yeah. <laughs> But what, Michelle? Go on. Tell us. Tell us uh, your greatest Christmas presents. I, I I don't want to because I feel like it. It's like a making it into a competition, and I I like everything that anybody gets for me, as, especially when they get me things that are practical, like socks, because I need <laughs> socks so badly. Um, <laughs> yeah, as I get older, I'm realizing like I was actually like, you know what I'd like for Christmas? Some pots and pans. Yeah, like, yeah. Um I've gotten I've just gotten some really thoughtful things and stuff. Um but you know like I don't remember. But <laughs> like I it's all just been just nice. Like I I guess like, if I have to be like like just really straightforward. Well okay so first I want to say that like while you were talking, I was thinking about it and like, cause like, it's not that it's nice to give presents, but like, it's not that important, I guess. Um, but like, so I guess like my favorite kind of Christmas gifts or, uh, over the last bunch of years, my parents have been one or the other parents have been paying for my Christmas tree and like going oh, to that's the, really nice. get, getting a Christmas tree with me. So that's been really nice. Um, yeah. You know, and more so, and then they'll like come back and, you know, my mom or my dad or either or both of them will like help me decorate it. That's kind of, that's, I like that. Um, but also I got a car one time. You got a car for Christmas? <laughs> yeah. I hate you. I, and, I'm mad. I'm sorry. You got a car? Yeah. Did they put a bow on it, like in those white people commercials? I probably, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I didn't realize Michelle was going to become the bad guy of this podcast yeah. so late in the in the series. So that was your first car, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's not like it was a new car. It was a, a used car, and then I and then I crashed it and traumatized my sister. So <laughs> it doesn't have a really good um, outcome. But it was really nice and totally unexpected, like incredible, like I we hadn't discussed it or anything. So it was su- super nice of my parents. And so, what you're saying is that you crashed it because it wasn't the car you wanted. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that that's exactly <laughs> what happened. I was like calculated risk. I'm probably not going to die. Probably, probably not going to be traumatized forever. I've got to hit this car. <laughs> But then we just fixed it, and then it was still my car. So oh, it okay. well, I didn't even get the what I wanted. I still had that car until the transmission went, which wasn't very long after. <laughs> Christmas truly is a magical time. I guess. Thanks for listening. You can email us at thisshowisawkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time. <laughs>